Welcome to the Abandoning Average podcast here for the aspiring Christian woman. There's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, well, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. People want for other people to look at them and say, oh, that person is successful. They put their mind to something and they did it. What happens most of the time is people start something and then it doesn't go anywhere. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're actually like afraid to do something out of the ordinary. So then they don't do anything. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given a purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the Journey to Abandoning Average. Hey, hey, welcome to the 15th episode in the Abandoning Average podcast. I am so grateful for you guys that you guys are here listening in, taking the time out of your day to be able to hear what I'm babbling about over here. (laughs) And I hope that it's helpful for you guys. I hope it's giving you some education, some inspiration, all of those things. Um, I really, really try to be able to give you as much of myself as possible. And so I'm so grateful that you guys are here for the ride. Um, I know that when I'm listening to other people's episodes and podcasts and everything, I get so distracted because I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm taking in all the information. And I totally forget to leave a review and that's totally fine. If you haven't yet, go ahead and pause this really quick and just leave a review. Um, I know that that pushes our numbers up, honestly, to be able to get to this to the people that need to be able to hear it. And that is is such a help to me and I would love for you to be able to do that. For those of you that have, I am so grateful for you and I'm just really, really excited about this and I know we're going to take this great places. So today we're actually interviewing Christiana Miller and we actually met on Instagram. We've never met in person before and I was reading through um, one of her guest blog posts with somebody and I was just like, you know, this is a really, a really deep and grounded post and I was just really, really inspired by what she had to say. Um, And then from there, I found out that she had run a t-shirt business when she was younger to be able to um, go to a conference. And then she started growing herself as a micro influencer on Insta and all while having this really strong foundation in Christ. And I was like, she needs to be speaking to my people. Like, (laughs) so Christiana Miller is just awesome. I want you to be able to hear what she has to say and just kind of get some inspiration from her and and meet her. So listen in. It's going to be a great interview. And here we go. Okay, okay. So I got to ask you, um, what is your favorite coffee drink? We're just going to do some fun questions first. Um, I just like my everyday coffee that I drink is just regular French pressed coffee with cream in it. That's all I Ooh. do every morning. So that's I guess that might be my favorite. Um, do you make your own? Yes. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yes, cool. I French press coffee every morning and it's that's I'm such a coffee stop now I'm so (laughs) I'm so bad about coffee now because I can't drink it any other way (laughs) (laughs) that's great I use um uh I really like cafe con leche so what I do Mm -hmm. is the little stovetop things (laughs) the little stovetop like espresso makers I love those but yeah I've never done um the other one yeah so um then 
So some of the pictures on Insta and everything, you are really into, well, I don't know if you're really into this, but I've noticed like you do a lot with fashion and like a lot of different, um, like different styles and everything. So like, <laughs> what's your favorite era? Do you have a favorite era? Um, for sure. I would have to say my favorite era is, um, like the 1940s, probably, I think as far as, um, style inspiration, I really like yeah. that, but I'm, I'm always so mixed up because I still like up-to-date things and the modern stuff so my style is kind of like just in shambles because sometimes <laughs> I'm a picture in a vintage dress and sometimes I'm not and so I'm like I'm probably so confusing to everyone out there but I really love the 1940s and all the all the older styles yeah yeah I grew up watching old movies and everything like I'm mm -hmm. obsessed with old stuff so I was like yeah. oh my goodness like I uh, <laughs> this is yeah, awesome yeah, me too <laughs> old movies are the best <laughs> Oh, that's great. Okay. So question, um, hopping into kind of like the meat of mm -hmm. all of this, but, um, so I was reading on, I think it might've been your blog. Mm -hmm. Um, but you said that you never went to college. And so I was wondering like, what was the, um, kind of idea behind that? What was kind of your motivation for doing that? Yeah, sure. Um, so I and help out with the family and stuff like that. And um, it's been really great for me and it's worked really well. And I don't think that I've ever missed anything from not going to college. And I still think it's awesome if it's what you want to do. I think it's a really good thing to pursue, but it just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Um, so you said a while back you got into um, like having a t-shirt business. Can you talk about yeah. that a little bit? I love it. <laughs> okay. So it was, it, it started by accident actually, okay. because I was going to a youth conference, um, it was two years ago now and I didn't have enough money to go. And so I had to pay for a ticket and stuff like that, plane tickets. And so I was needing a way to raise funds. So I decided to sell t-shirts and it was a huge leap of faith for me because basically I just put everything that I had into purchasing enough t-shirts that I could raise funds. And so I basically like threw everything I had away on those. And then I ended up selling them and getting enough to go to the meeting. And then they sold well enough that I just decided to keep doing it. So I still have some in stock. Wow. And that's um, awesome. Yeah. So they aren't, it's not as big of a thing for me now because we used to be traveling on the road. My family did quite a bit. And then since we've stopped traveling, we settled down. Um, I just haven't been selling them as much, but they are still online. Mm-hmm. What, what was like, why did you choose t-shirts? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was just <laughs> something easy that I could do. I just designed them online and then I just had them shipped to me. So it was something easy. I didn't have to have a lot of materials where I was. So mm -hmm. it was simple for me to do and it was relatively easy and, um, pretty affordable for me. <laughs> awesome. Um, Without saying too much, I have some ideas over on this end, and I might have to message you and figure out how you did all of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, you might be my wealth of information. Over for sure. <laughs> That's so cool, though. Did you have, like, the what you wrote on them and everything? Like, where did that come from? Like, did you have a certain inspiration for it? or? Well, I would use a lot of scripture verses on some of them. Okay. I have some that say things like, I am not ashamed, and... Um, different ones like that and then a couple of them have um hand done calligraphy that I wrote and I would just I, I would write it on a paper and then I would take a picture of it and I would upload it to my computer and I would trace it on a, a software and then upload it to the so it took a long time for those sorts of things That's so I didn't great. do those as often but I do have uh -huh. some that have handwritten words on them yeah so yeah 
That's really, really cool. I like that. Um, so, again, I, like, stalked you all over the place. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <I> <laughs> but I was like, looking... <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I was looking at your I, – I really think a lot of it I got from the blog, but um, – mm-hmm. I was looking at kind of your story and you said that you started building your um, like Instagram community and everything back mm-hmm. in June of 2017. Mm-hmm. And so um, how did you build that to what it is now? Cause like, where did you start? What, what was kind of your following? And when I first made my account public, I've had my account since I think March of last year. And so when I made okay. it public, I had, I think a hundred followers or less at that time. So in June, that would have been around in June and I had probably less than a hundred followers. And then wow. for some reason overnight, it jumped to like over 200 or 300 and like in one night. And I was like, wow, that was, that was weird. And so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how it's grown so quickly to what it is now. Cause obviously 3,500 followers aren't just like right there. Right. And so Um, I would just say that it's really important to post regularly because then people have something to grab onto every single day and to, um, come back to, and they know that you're going to be consistent with posting every day and just putting out little facts about yourself, whether that's your life story or something fun about yourself. Like my favorite ice cream flavor is whatever. And yeah, or your style choices or things like that. And then being consistent with filters is really important. Um, I have different filters that I've created or that friends have created that I use and I only use certain types. So Mm -hmm. for people who are wanting to grow their account, I would say that those things are really important because people like to have consistency and they Mm -hmm. like to have something that's going to be the same every time and it's going to be what they want. So yeah learn what your audience wants and post for them, but also post for yourself and make sure that's stuff that you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, along with that, is there like a specific, I've got ones that I use, but like, is there mm-hmm. a specific um, app or anything that like you use for your filters and everything? Um, right now I'm using Lightroom mobile and that has been working really well for me. And I've been experimenting with that one. So it's, it's really fun to do that one. But if you don't want to experiment with filters and you just want to have something that's pre-made, then Visco is the best on, mm-hmm. um, you can get it on the app store for free. It's just VSCO. And that app is really helpful. There's a lot of really nice filters. I used that one for a long time before I started to mm-hmm. use Lightroom. That was my number one app cool. that I went to. So is Lightroom the way that you've started using, like, I'm sorry, I'm getting all into no, this. Fine. Like, tell me it's all the fine. things. <laughs> so is Lightroom the way that you've kind of, like, used some of the stuff from your friends and everything that they've created? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. Yep. So cool. you, in Lightroom, you can create your own filters and in presets is what you call them, and mm-hmm. then you can use those. So that's really fun to do, but it is kind of hard <laughs> to create presets. So if yeah. you're looking for an easy in, I would say Visco is the best way. Okay. Yeah. I know a really awesome photographer that's like made hers in there and everything. Mm-hmm. And she's selling them right now. And I'm like, oh, I love them. I know. <laughs> One day. <laughs> yep. <all> the <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Cause I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast and everything. And a lot of them are trying to grow their community on, um, Instagram, or even if it's not on Instagram, they are trying to build like something to where people are following and yeah. listening and taking in a lot of information. And mm-hmm. so that's For sure. really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, so along with that, and while we're talking about listeners and everything, <laughs> 
<laughs> so I know a lot of the people that are listening are very much like they're like, I, I want to do these big things. Like I'm reaching for these big things and everything. And I want to ask you, like, what's something that like as you've kind of grown in Instagram and the things that you're doing and the way that you're communicating with people in your T-shirt business <laughs> or whatever, um, like how how would you kind of address that in like what's your biggest tip for somebody that's trying to grow? Um, I would think that it's focusing on yourself and making sure that you're focusing on the right parts of yourself because um, I know for a while I got caught up in all the, if people don't like my photos, I'm, you know, what am I going to have? And then yeah. I, so I stepped back about a week ago. I took several days off and I was just like reevaluating everything. And, you know, it's really not about all that stuff. And it's about making you something that you love being creative, but not just for everyone else. It has to be for you. It's something that you really enjoy doing. And if you don't enjoy doing it, then don't do it. And mm -hmm. I've really found that that's important. Like if I post photos that I don't like, then I'll take them down. And it's because I don't like them. And it's not just for the likes. It's because I either, I don't feel it's something that reflects me or reflects what I want to portray or something like that. And so I would say it's really good to be true to yourself and not try to follow what everyone else is doing because eventually trends just fade out and they're not going to be there anymore. And so once a trend fades out, you're going to have to fade out with it or you're going to have mm -hmm. to just keep struggling on your own. And so I think it's really important to kind of like a garden, just, you know, water the flowers that you want to grow. So mm -hmm. take care of the parts of yourself that are most important to you. And then that will reflect in everything you do and people will see that you're genuine and authentic and they'll be drawn to that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is great. No, I totally agree. Um, I think it's really, really hard to, when you see somebody else that, that it's actually working for them, it's really mm -hmm. easy to get into comparison of like, oh my gosh, I need to be exactly like that. Oh, that for works sure. For them. But it's yes. like, you're an individual. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that, you're not like, you're, what... Where are you going? <laughs> what do you What do you want to do? You have like this YouTube channel. You have your Instagram. You have your blog. Like, what's what's kind of like? What do you see that's growing, and what do you see that you want to keep going with? Well, I've um, if you've checked out my blog at all, you can tell that I'm like the most inconsistent blogger on earth <laughs> because <laughs> I think my last post on there is probably from May. <laughs> so. <laughs> So as far as blogging goes, I haven't been doing it for a while, but I've been thinking about bringing it back um, because I know a lot of people did really like it when I was blogging. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll do that again. As far as YouTube, it's really hard to make videos and be as busy as I am. I do have mm -hmm. a job and I'm thinking about getting another job. So it's kind of hard for me to keep all those things balanced. So if I continue to do that, it will be more of a just a side thing for fun. Mm -hmm. um, so it wouldn't be like a mainstream YouTube is all that I do. And um, so I don't know. As far as Instagram goes, I really, I still want to keep doing it. I still want to keep reaching people. And it's just important that um, I don't get lost in it all, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so with that, you're looking at the different jobs that you might be taking on and the one that you're doing mm -hmm. right now. And then like looking forward, do you know, do you want to be in, um, in a job there? Like, do you want to, like, what do you want to do? Well, I have a job right now as a secretary and yeah. it's not something that I would have chosen. It was something that it's at my church and there was nobody mm -hmm. to fill the role. So I became the secretary. 
Um, if I had to choose a job, it wouldn't be to be secretary because I'm more of an active person. I like to be moving all the time and talking to people and interacting. And so um, I've been thinking about getting another job that would bring some more of that. And I'm not sure about it yet, just because it would be so busy and I would have two jobs and then I would be basically completely off the grid forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just waiting on the Lord to lead me and I will be happy to go wherever he takes me. And right now he just has me doing what I'm doing here and it's okay for me. And I'm not in a rush to get onto any next phase until he has that for me. Hmm. I love that. I love the reason that I was asking is because I, I know that there are so many people that are like in that in-between mm-hmm. stage where oh, they yeah. haven't really figured out, do I want to be an entrepreneur? Do I want yeah. to work someplace else? Like what mm-hmm. do I want to do? And so there's like this weird, like half and half. Yeah, kind of for sure. Oh yes. Yeah. And so, I yeah, yeah. So I was just yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I've been there for a few years now. <laughs> still working to get out of that. Yeah. I'm still there too. I'm like yeah. <laughs> one foot in one place. And so I'm actually, I'm looking at being done at the one that I'm at pretty soon okay. um, and just doing this from home. But it, yeah. it's a scary thing. Like you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, balance uh-huh. the two. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, I wanted to ask you on on top of that. So is your, like, did you have kind of like entrepreneurial spirit? Like, did you grow up with parents that were doing that or like? Well, um, not really parents. Well, well, yeah, I guess so. My dad was self-employed. He sold books for a living and he would buy old books and then resell them. So I guess that maybe that's part of what inspired me to try to be self-employed, even though I am definitely not completely self-employed. Um, I, as a kid would always be the kind of the ringleader and I'd be the one who was rinsing out all the old containers and then setting up a fake store on our porch and stuff like that. And we had pecan trees where we used to live in our yard and we one year picked all of the pecans off the ground and sold them on the side of the road. (laughs) And I was the one who was like forcing all my siblings to get out there and sell pecans. (laughs) We made $15 the first year and (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Gave it all to our parents for a date night. (laughs) So um, stuff like that has, I think helped inspired me to, to be like, yeah, I can do this on my own. And I don't need someone to be constantly telling me everything that I have to do. I can go out there and I can make a living for myself or I can do something that I want to do for a living. And especially in today's world, I mean, you can do whatever you want and make money. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. people, are, people are making money on social media like they never have been able to in the past. And it's awesome because then you can do what you want to do from home and you don't have to have anyone over telling you what to do. And so it's really nice to be entrepreneurial. And then, um, so I guess that was just what inspired me from being a kid and then to starting the t-shirt business and everything, just understanding that I could do something that I wanted to do and make money and make other people happy as well as myself. So it worked out for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, that, I think the reason, yeah. Um, when I first like discovered you or whatever <laughs> like when yeah. I first um I think it was from um the authentic woman mm-hmm. um and their whole like website and everything like Ashton is incredible and she's mm-hmm. actually going to be on the podcast pretty soon oh, I'm really cool. excited. but um so anyway um I was reading one of your blog posts and everything mm-hmm. and I think that this is like so crucial and helpful um mm-hmm. you were talking about like 
being able to be unique as God created you and Mm -hmm. kind of showing up. And I'm hearing that like throughout this whole thing of like, (laughs) choose to do what you want to do, choose to do like the things that God has and like don't conform to what other people, Mm -hmm. has that been something that's like really pushed you to kind of go out there and get stuff done? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. I think when I was, when I was a teenager, you know, I struggled a lot with having a close friend group. I never really had anybody who I would identify as my best friend. I didn't really have Mm. a lot of friends. And just because of our lifestyle, it was really hard to find good friendships. And so I really did try to fit in too much to the point where I, you know, eventually a couple years ago, I was like, wow, I've completely changed who I am as a person Mm. for people who didn't really care that much. And I shouldn't have done that. And so I have some, if you can call them regrets, just from not being myself for so many years. And so now I think it's a big priority for me to just to embrace who I am and who God made me to be. And if that means I'm going to be an entrepreneur, then I'll be an entrepreneur. And if that means that I'm going to stay at home, then I'll stay at home. And if that means that some people aren't going to accept me for who God created me to be, then that's okay. And I have to be okay with that because Mm -hmm. God didn't make you to be accepted by everyone. He accepted you as you are, and he made you that way on purpose. And so I think it's really important to accept that and embrace it. And just love who God made you to be. And then you'll find your truest purpose in life, I guess. And that's where you'll find what he has for you. Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, this whole this whole podcast came out of that. Like, why the heck are we all trying to be like each other? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. What is the point? I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Ah, okay. So with that said, <laughs> um, so I just want to ask you, I ask every one of our guests this, uh-huh. but what does abandoning average mean to you? I think that that just, you know, it's it's all in the name, abandoning, abandoning average. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, you're just shaking off everything that is accepted as perfect and beautiful and wonderful for what you decide is beautiful and what God defines as beautiful and Mm -hmm. God's definition of beauty is not accepted in today's world. It's not popular. And so I do a lot of sharing and I do a lot of confrontational subjects on my page. Sometimes I'll say something that I'm like, wow, I can feel people not liking this. And it's it's literally feel it. (laughs) I can feel it. So it's But it's something that I've chosen to do because I don't want to just conform to the world and just be, oh, yeah, everyone's doing this, so I better accept it, too. Because if God doesn't – that's not God's definition of what is good and what is beautiful, then you shouldn't be accepting it. So you should be abandoning what everyone else said is the standard and going for what God says is the standard, and that's what's most important. And so that's what I've been kind of striving to do through my blog and my Instagram so that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to mm. give to people is that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So last question. Um, where can people find you? Like, obviously probably not the blog, unless you're still going <laughs> to. Yeah. I'll be bringing the blog back, guys. <laughs> oh, it's coming um, back. Yeah. So maybe this week I'll bring it back, but. Um, there you go. So Inspiration. My, <laughs> my only social media outlet is Instagram. Like I have a Facebook account, but it has no profile picture, no posts, no nothing. So I wouldn't recommend trying to find me on Facebook <laughs> because I don't use Facebook. So all I have is Instagram. <laughs> so my um, my name is Joyfully Christiana on there, and um, that's where people can find me. And if they search on YouTube, it's the same name, 
and okay. there's like three videos so if they want to watch love those, them though I love oh, them like you. they're like DIY stuff yeah. and it's, like, it's so much fun I love it yeah yeah so they can find me on there they can find me on Instagram and cool. maybe I'll put the link for my blog back in my Instagram profile soon <laughs> it will reappear <laughs> it's making a comeback you'll see it again <laughs> That is great. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. And thank you so, so much for listening in on this episode. I'm just so excited that you guys are here. If you guys haven't already, you can head over to the Facebook group, Abandoning Averages Facebook group. And we are a private group. We're working on creating a really, really tight-knit group of people. And it's just amazing to be able to see the kinds of people that are coming in. And I just, I would love to have you there. So if you haven't already joined, come on over. And um, along with that, if you want to hear any more on this episode, any of the things that we mentioned in the episode, um, the show notes are at amandaboardwine.com forward slash the podcast, okay? So you can check us out over there, get the show notes, get all the details on all the things if you want any more information. And we will see you all at another episode. 